Hi, everybody. Welcome to Best Friends Club. I'm Renee. And I'm Ashley. And this is Season 5, Episode 22, the one with Joey's Big Break. Ooh, big break, Joe. Ooh, la la. Ooh, la la. Um, do you feel like in your industry, do people feel like they get a big break? Is that a thing? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I think there are like definitely like career milestone roles. Sure. Or like sure. maybe like career making opportunities. Um, but I think I don't know if it's quite the same as like the turning pivot point. Like for myself, I feel like I've been kind of like doing the slog and progressing ahead for, so I've been in my industry for what, like 11 years now. Um, and I've, there's definitely times and I'm actually in one right now where I can kind of look around and go, do you know what? I actually, I can tell that I am gaining the skills I need to move, like to advance to the next step. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause you know, when you like first advance and you like look at the people ahead of you and you're like, oh my gosh, how did they ever get there? Yeah. Like, that's just yeah. like leaps and bounds ahead of my abilities. I, I've been, I, I can see those incremental steps when they've happened it in my own career and I can, I can feel them when they're happening, which is cool. It's like, oh wow. I just like led this 100 person like senior leader workshop like it was no issues like okay like I do have you know these things in me or whatever um but I don't know and I was gonna say I don't know that it's like as like quick and noticeable a turning point but I don't feel like for actors it's quick like they definitely have to do a lot of the scene building and slog and hard yards like for years and years leading up to it. But I do kind of feel it's like a moment is your break or like one, one gig or whatever. Does your industry? Well, the production industry, yes, very much so. But, um, more, more often than not, it is usually people saying, this will be such a good experience. It could be your big break, which I kind of feel like is what happens to Joey in the end. Um, you know, here, but do people uh, say that to you? Like this could be your big break or like no, this could be our big break for the company. Not the company. It's more the freelance work. Ah, uh, okay. yeah, I guess that's what I was thinking. Like more freelance. Um, Cause it's like once you get a role or like get in with a certain circle, you've like broken into that. Yeah, and I have, I have definitely like made certain connections where I felt like I wouldn't call it my big break per se, but I would say it elevated me. Like it was like a leveling up in a way. Yeah. Um, just when certain, you know, certain people are trusted in the community and they trust you to do something, and then other people are like, oh interesting they trusted you to do that that's pretty legit so I think I've had a few moments like that but I wouldn't say I've had a big break moment um but I don't I guess I don't aspire to a big break moment either is that bad I don't think so like I I don't know because again I don't think that I don't think that big breaks come through without like having to daily do the hard work put in you know put in the slog, just one foot in front of the other, gain the skills. This kind of reminds me of Guy Raz's How I Built This, where he asks them, like, how much of where you got to is, like, luck versus skill versus hard work. And they usually always say, like, oh, gosh, it's a mix. Because, like, you know, you never know when you're going to get an opportunity to do something, but you have to be ready for those opportunities. Like, you can't. You can't wait for the opportunity and then get good at what you're doing. Right. Um, but yeah, yeah, that's, I, well, and I also, I don't know, like, is Nashville like a big break type of place? I guess I just associate that with like LA. Yeah. And I think uh, Nashville can be your big break place um, more so for music. Right. Sure. Right. But because um, that's it. Right. So it's like mm-hmm. once you get one gig or like once you like you get start getting played on a certain radio station or something, then it's just like the opportunities come pouring in. I guess that's what a big break is. Right. Yeah. And I think well, and I think that's so 
hmm, maybe we should just dive into this. Um, okay. <laughs> so Joey busts in and he's like, I got a lead in a movie. It's called Shutter Speed. And he tells all about it where it's like the, they come and knock at the door and Betsy's, Betsy's been dead for been 10 dead. years. Which Okay, I everybody, like, <laughs> Renee and I say this to each other all the time. All the time. And I don't know how we manage to work it into so many conversations because we're not talking <laughs> about dead people or movies. No, never. So yeah. I think it's more when we're talking about like a long period of time. Um, yeah. Betsy's been dead for 10 years. We do. I don't know why we do it all the time. It's just one of those ones we've like really latched on to. Um, yeah. But Joey's like, yeah, we're shooting in Vegas. It's going to be awesome. And he's like, Chandler, you know what that means? Road trip. Um, and I think it's so funny because Chandler's like, can I go? And she's like, Monica's like, you don't have to ask my permission. I mean, you can go. It's fine. Yeah, you can go. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's so cute. He just, I, it's I'm one sure of those I've done things. that to Ben before. I know. I, but I do. Well, first of all, I do think it's just respectful in a relationship to have open dialogue. It's not that he needs her permission per se, but just kind of like. You know, I'm going her. on a road trip for like a week to Vegas. Yeah, yeah like I you should get you should run that by your girlfriend. Your girlfriend for sure. And um, but I think he also knows her and that she needs to feel a little bit like she has control over the situation. She oh just yeah, kind of wants like I don't even think she wants to be considered, but I think she wants the illusion of control. So even like pretend asking her. <laughs> Is enough for Monica. Yeah, you know? they both they both know the game. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and this kind of like segues with some other things that are going on in this episode. But Joey's trying to decide, like the north route or the south route. But like before we get there, let's talk about Vegas really quick. Okay. Um, have you only been to Vegas once with me? With me? Yes, that is correct. Okay. So I've been to Vegas a couple times, but my my bougiest and longest Vegas trip was with Ashley, and we went to Vegas for a week, which at the time when we planned it felt so excessive because who goes to Vegas for a week? I don't know. It just it felt long to plan. Yeah, usually people it's like a it's like it's like a week two hours yeah. of not sleeping and yeah. <laughs> So I guess the main difference, though, of when we went to Vegas, which we can talk more about in future episodes actually being in Vegas, is that we did not road trip there. No, um, I've never road tripped <laughs> there. I've only ever... So I flew there from LA, I want to say. But um, then from New I was Zealand. In LA. Yes, I was... That's true. Yeah. I was in, I was in LA for work. And then... Is that right? Or did I just come over you just unrelated over. to work? It was unrelated. It was only related to the Backstreet Boys. Oh, that's right. <laughs> so the Backstreet Boys were playing. That's right. Okay, because I did go to LA a few times for work when yeah, I was living no. here. But you're right. I you just changed flew. That's right. There. That was before. That's right. I forgot about that because that was before I had the job that sent me to LA. So this yeah. was like... It was just the Backstreet Boys were playing, and I was like, don't know how long these guys are still going to be performing. So um, went there, and we found a few friends to meet us. But yeah, no, I I flew there from New Zealand. Ha- <gasps> have you road tripped there before? Oh, gosh, no. From Nashville? I was going to say. That, that would be long. like... It would be really long. I I mean... Well, that's what Chandler and Joey do from New York, right? I like, know, which is even kind longer, of ridiculous. It? And I don't really know why Joey would drive out there because once again, once you're in Vegas, like you don't really need a car. You can walk a lot of places or there's well, cabs everywhere. He wasn't going to be in Vegas. He was going to be in the desert true. outside of Vegas. That's true. But I feel like you, it would be cheaper to fly there and rent a car, wouldn't it be, than to like, okay, let's think about this. Because a road trip, I guess, like, the gas is one thing. Gas in a borrowed like, car. Gas in a borrowed car. Yeah. I was thinking, like, if they had to stop to spend the night. But I guess if they just take turns driving all through the night. Yeah. <sighs> I, mm, I think we're just going to have to look up how far this is. My guess yeah. is, like, 29 hours. What's your guess? So... My family has driven from 
San Francisco to Florida before, but we stopped a bunch and it took like a week of a road trip. I, I think it's more than 29 hours. I think 35. Okay. So New York to Las Vegas, Nevada is, drum roll please, 37 hours. Good job. Ooh. What did I say? 35? You said 35. Yeah. Very good. I was thinking because because Southern Florida to Illinois was like 19. So well, I, was I like, know. No, I should have be... guessed that. Like, uh, Nash- we just drove from Nashville to North Dakota, and it should have taken us like 18 or 19. It took us 24, so I don't know why I would only guess a few more hours <laughs> from coast to coast, essentially. Because Vegas yeah. is like almost to the West Coast. Yeah, it's only like five hours from the yeah. coast, right? Yeah, it's not far. Um, why? Why would they want to? I guess. It, I guess gas is still cheaper than plane tickets and a, like a rented car. I mean, it's twenty five hundred miles. Even if they're only getting twenty five miles to the gallon, that's a thousand gallons of gas at whatever gas. I mean, gas was a dollar when we started driving, so like I'm sure it was around that then. So that's a thousand dollars. A thousand dollars, yeah. But you oh, have no, a car to drive been... when you get out there. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. This is probably anyway. turning into math for dummies, but I think it's probably <laughs> more so that road trips were just culturally more normal. Okay. Like, I think you're right. I think I flights seemed like, like they were reserved for the uber wealthy, whether like that was luxury. true or not. Yeah. That's um, a good point because. When did like the cheaper, like the discount airlines and like Southwest fares, like oh, all that type of stuff later. wasn't quite as prevalent. Yeah, yeah, you're right. But it sounds it to was me like, more like Joey and Chandler are just interested in a road trip because then everybody else flies to Vegas. Oh, you know, spoiler alert. <laughs> but. Oh, yeah, true. Everybody else flies and they just book the tickets like, oh, we're going to go in a couple of days, you know. So it was probably just more that Joey wanted to drive have a car out there and they just thought it'd be like a fun thing yeah i guess if yeah. he was like i need to have a car out there and yeah okay yeah. and i guess if you're out there for like a month yeah. or two yeah. months or however long the shoot was meant yeah. to be yeah and when, when phoebe's like oh my grandmother's dead i mean you can use yeah. the cab <laughs> yeah she's so funny I, I i was gonna say that um so as you guys know renee and i are both we grew up in florida um it's not as common i don't think to road trip places no, it's from really not. the bottom of Florida. I mean, maybe if like you, we also had smaller families. Like we both have one sister yeah. each. So we were yeah. just like a family of four. And like we said, flying got a little bit more affordable. I do know that people that had like four kids, it was like, oh no, we couldn't have afforded to fly six people out, you know. Well, we just didn't fly or drive. We just stayed oh. put. <laughs> <laughs> or went on cruises, honestly. Too. We went on cruises. Oh, yeah, true. The cruises. Yeah. Um, but I, I feel like I feel like driving is such a mid like is such a Midwestern oh, thing. Oh, it totally is. It totally like, is. Um I when I first moved into my grad school apartment with my roommates um for my second year, they we were like, Oh, we've got like a long weekend, like labor weekends coming up. We've got long weekend. Um, let's go to Boston. None of us have ever been before. And I was like, Yeah, sweet. And they were all like, Okay, cool, it's only a seventeen hour drive. And I was like, <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Like, do we not just want to fly to Boston? And like in retrospect, we should have flown seventeen totally. hours each way in That's a Prius. Long. Oh, too long. Oh my gosh. Too long. It is long. such a Midwest thing because, okay, here's the problem with Florida is that it takes, well, from where we lived anyway, we were so far south, that it took like seven or eight hours to get out of the state. Uh, It took like 11. No. It took like, yeah. No. Didn't it? was it? only like four hours like, think to about Gainesville, when we used to go to like Alabama. Two and a half hours to Georgia. Yeah, because that's because you had to go over. If you're just driving out, if you're just trying to get out of the state, you could do it in like okay. seven. Alabama's to the I side. Might, I might believe you here. Atlanta's like an, a nine-hour drive from where we grew up. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it's still far, though, Like, because to only get to Georgia, you only, you've driven eight hours, and you're like still in Florida. And, and you're you in Georgia. Georgia. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's like, well, where else are you going to go? So nobody drove anywhere except for to like Orlando or Miami, you know, like we, other cities in Florida we would drive to. But that was it. Like, otherwise, people just didn't drive places unless they went for extended periods of time. Like, some people had, like, 
and not really anybody we knew, but like some people I would have like family in New York or something and go for like two weeks. Like that makes sense to me. We you know? like, so, so our family lived in California. And so right. whenever we would so like all of our trips, no, never. And so we'd, we'd fly there like once every two years. And then my grandparents right. would fly to visit us on the off years. But I do remember, um, yeah, and you're right. Like we would drive to Orlando for trips. I do remember one year we decided to take like a road trip holiday over the summer to go up the East Coast to like Dollywood and Gatlinburg and um, yeah, all of that type I was stuff. invited. Your mom was very upset that I wasn't able to attend. <laughs> Don't you remember? <laughs> because you had your cousin's graduation, right? Because it was my cousin's graduation. Yeah. Um, oh, funny your mom was like oh, i was so we're going dark on family it. vacation that week and i was like i have to go on a different family vacation to the people You're like I'm related i have to, to go on <laughs> my own family vacation i remember i was like what, what were we like 13 or 14 or we something were, we were freshmen going into sophomores it was that so summer. i think so that we was were like 15, 14 14 or 15 yeah we were angsty and angsty and like so i remember being like, like it was like a little too old to go on a road trip with your parents. Yeah, and well, and I was your just sister like was already so... gone, so she was already graduated. Oh yeah, so it was it's just not like me. She was joining. No, no, it was just me. I was yeah. just like in the back listening to CDs on my Walkman the whole mm-hmm. time, and like rolling writing your eyes like a lot, rolling my eyes and like writing notes to like the boys <laughs> I had crushes on. Like, dear Ian, we're in. Tennessee. I don't even remember. I don't know that I ever actually uh, sent those letters, but hopefully um, not. I doubt it. I hope, it doesn't yeah, seem I like really it. hope not. <laughs> it, doesn't no, it doesn't seem like you. Yeah, but yeah, we just didn't do a lot of road tripping. Whereas like Matt growing up, his parent his family would like drive to Montana for the weekend or drive to Wyoming. That was normal. From North Dakota. Is that far from it's, them? I mean it's like nine hours. But they would go oh, for wow, a three-day weekend. But they did it all oh, the time. Far. So, like, yeah. everybody road-tripped all the time. And also, I just don't think flights were as abundant, even if the price was right. There just aren't as many I do find it interesting, like, and maybe it's because growing up we did not more flying than driving, obviously. But, like, if we were going to do – because a lot of people use the – um, thinking that like, oh, by the time you get to the airport and you go through security it's and you da 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 Oh, it's true as far as the timing thing goes. But in my, I guess it depends on like, do you need to have a car when you're there? And do you need to have more than just a suitcase worth of mm-hmm. stuff? Because usually, like, so I, I don't know. I just, I prefer to fly because it's, yeah, like the getting to the, I don't know. I, I don't find getting to the airport that hectic. I know security is kind of hectic, but like I'm a frequent flyer here. And so it's yeah. actually like quite relaxing. Like once you get there, you can just like go hang out at the airport lounge, like read a book, get some work done. Like you don't have yeah. to be like gripping a steering wheel and, you know, like totally. actively driving. You can just like relax, have a nap on the flight. I don't know. Yeah. You know, it's like kind of nice. Yeah. Well, that's like flying from Nashville to Atlanta is probably about the same time all in as driving to Atlanta. But you'd have to get to the airport in Nashville, go through security, fly, and then get wherever you're trying to go in Atlanta. Unless where you're trying to go is the airport, <laughs> you know? Yeah. But like so there's like, Ubers and stuff. So it's like once you get to where yeah, you're going, do you, you need could. the car or can you walk? Totally. Well, I don't know if you can walk. But yeah, it's like it's kind of probably a mix. Like it could go either way. But it just, yeah. for me, it seems easier to just to drive to Atlanta. Even right. though the flights are really cheap. They're like 40 bucks. Well, I will also say that the Atlanta airport is one of my least favorites. So I would avoid that. Yeah. <laughs> well, and like, it's like in mind. such a, it's in like a very busy area of town. So like that in an industrial part. So it's likely not where you're going to go hang out, even if you're just like going to Atlanta for the weekend. Yeah. Um. But anyway, it's just one of those things. But yeah, I mean, tell us if you guys like message us on Instagram. Let us know if you guys grew up driving or flying driving or staying or flying. Put, maybe like we my should, fam maybe we, we should put a little put. a little quiz a little um flying now. or driving yeah yeah and now like in my in my later well in my current life we have a little rv so when we're taking that obviously we're driving but otherwise i'm like we're flying i'm not wasting my time like driving <laughs> eight hours we used to drive back to florida to see my parents but i'm like it's like a 
13-hour drive all in. So you spend the entire day driving. You get there. You're exhausted. Of course, 20-year-old me drove up here plenty of times for a long weekend. But now I'm like, but that's "Eh." different. Now you're time "Eh." poor. I'll take the hour and a half flight and enjoy my time. Because once you get to hang out with your parents, you don't need to have your own car. You guys are all going to go to the same places together. Right. Or you can borrow theirs. Or we can just borrow their car. Exactly. Or rent a car because I'm an adult. Um, Yeah. But yeah, I mean, we just had to drive to North Dakota because my in-laws moved and um, we drove like their extra car up. Yeah. So we had to drive that. But I'm like, someone said something about us like buying a car up there and driving it home. And I was like, I do not plan on driving home. I will be using the miracle of flight <laughs> yeah. because 24 hours in the car is plenty of enough time for me. That's a long time. Thank you to the Wright brothers for the miracle of Bless flight. Bless the Wright brothers. Oh my gosh. Something the to do with flight. wind is going to get Some, you home. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I don't even question it. I'm just like, yeah, this is great. Um, so yeah. So Chandler and Joey are doing the road trip thing and they're trying to decide north route or south route. No, they're trying to decide where to go for lunch. Well, that too. Somehow, Phoebe already helped him choose, and I think it was North Route with the Beard of Bees. No, I know. Um, oh. Yeah. Well, that's what I was saying. Phoebe they've got, used her they've, game. Yeah, she did. Oh, yeah. sorry. We I thought you meant when that. they were already on the road trip. <laughs> no, not yet. Oh, my bad. That's okay. <laughs> Jumping ahead. No, I was just saying the North Route or South Route, that, and she was like pulling out all these r- random things, which... I think because I didn't road trip a lot as a kid, I just don't – I've never done the, like, roadside attraction thing. Yeah, all the but weird roadside not attractions. not to talk about North Dakota for an entire podcast episode, <laughs> but they have all these kitschy little things, and I think it's because there's really not – I mean, North Dakota is, like, 90% farm towns, and then there's, like, three, like, medium-sized cities, you know? Like, there's not, mm-hmm. like – anything super specific to go there unless you live there or your industry is there like it's a great place but there's not like tourist attractions so they have they have this place called the enchanted highway which if you google it is just like random um structures along the side of the road that's it just like whimsical iron structures and then i was told the I think it was either the world's largest cow or the largest cow in North America is in Sa- New Salem, North Dakota. And I was like, is this okay, a live I, cow or like I a could, statue of a cow? Well, that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, it's like the biggest cow in the world. That's kind of cool. Like, where is she? It's a freaking statue. I was so mad. Oh, And it's also not that big. Like, it's not like impressively large. I was very pissed. Um, freaking Salem Sue. That's her name. Um, but that's what I, that's what I kept thinking when I was watching this episode with Joey with like the beard of bees and all that junk. It's like, you're not going to stop for any of that because you're trying to get where you're going. But I guess maybe he planned to stop. I don't know. But for Joey, the destination is the journey. Ah, uh, yes. Mm, sure. Uh. Yes. <laughs> um, but Phoebe uses the this or that game rapid fire do answer. That, do we think that would work? Clear your mind and just answer the first. I think I feel like it has nothing to do with your actual desires and more so with just yeah. like whichever word sticks out to you more. Totally. And I think if it was me doing it, do you, should we play really quick? Oh, oh my gosh. Okay. Oh, I was not expecting that. I wasn't either, but it just, you know, here we are. Okay. Okay, because remember, I talked about this on a few podcasts ago when I was talking about the magic, the restaurant house of cards that does like all the magic and stuff. Oh, yeah. And the mentalist, how he asked me like, would you rather be outside or inside and that kind of stuff. And that's how he deduced my answer. But I feel like that's kind of what this is because it was very quick. Um, Okay, now I got to Do you want to ask me? Okay. Yes. Okay. Okay. You you ready? No, no. I got to clear my mind. Hold on. Okay. Clear your mind. Okay. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Is your mind clear? Okay. Backstreet Boys or NSYNC? Backstreet Boys. Would you rather be in the north or the south? South. Would you rather drink red or white? Red. Oh, interesting. 
you normally drink white. I know. And I was going to say white, but then I was like, <laughs> see, I don't think it's working. Cause I think I was like, Oh, I'd normally say white. I shouldn't. Say, <laughs> You're I don't know. I think it. I'm thinking about it still. Yeah. Just keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Um, would you rather be hot or cold? Hot. Would you rather be at the beach or the mountains? Beach. Would you rather be thirsty or hungry? Hungry. That was a good one. I had oh, to stop yeah. and think about it though. Um, I would also rather be hungry than thirsty. Thirsty makes me panicky. Being thirsty is terrible. It, it, honestly, I'm like, am I on a desert island? Am I going to die? I think that um, also I, I drink a lot of water. Me too. And I don't feel like, I think, um, yeah, like I think I also know in the back of my mind that like people can go a lot longer without food than they can without water. And it's like your yeah. body can compensate. But I think I worry that it's like, no, no, no. I'm like not going to be able to survive out here without water. Like I'm going to be yeah. the first to die if there's not water because I'm like a camel. <laughs> I know. I, I always tell Matt like my biggest fear is getting stuck in traffic on the interstate and like not having enough water to get home. <laughs> not that I would That's die. Several. I think I would just be miserable. So I, um, the place where I work during half the week is like, about an hour and a half mm-hmm. um, away from where I live now. So because we, we've moved um, recently. And so uh, normally, like, you know, I've got my little ritual where I try to, like, make sure I've got enough gas, make sure I've gone to the bathroom, make sure I've got water, all that stuff. But um, this week when I was coming back home to Auckland, I um, just needed to, I was like, we had just finished something and I was like, do you know what? I need to leave now because traffic is really bad in Auckland. And Mm -hmm. so like, if I leave now, I'll kind of like miss some of that, like bad traffic. But if I wait, I might as well wait like a couple hours. So I just like got on the road and went and I had to pee, did not have any water. And I was like, kind of had like a low tank of gas and I was like Mm -hmm. this is breaking all of my rules and I was so bothered (laughs) the whole time but like I'm also really good at holding it if I have to go to the bathroom so um I was like you know what I can do is I can stop for gas and I can like deal with all three of these problems at once well there's this one gas station chain in New Zealand that is like really really discount and it's usually because um it doesn't have any people like it's just got like it's like self-serve type thing and like you have to like pay at like a machine and that's it there's no like snacks and bathrooms and whatever some of them have a little kiosk and stuff and I thought that maybe this one would because it was like the only you know there's only like a stop every like 10 miles or 20 miles yeah. off the, on this interstate I remember this from driving in New Zealand driving New Zealand yeah so I but I I, so I pulled off the, so, cause there were, there are some, there's like BPs here and stuff that are like proper gas stations with all the trimmings you would expect. But yeah. this other one is like a local New Zealand one and you know, New Zealand likes to support local and it's much cheaper. So I was like, well, I'm going to go to that one. I think they probably have like water in a bathroom. I get there. Nope, they don't. So I was just like, but it was only an hour and something. So I did, I was fine. I got home just fine, but it was a little bit of mind over matter. Like don't think about it. Don't think about it. Stop worrying about it. Listen to this podcast. Mm-hmm. So do you want me to try to ask you some? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 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 Let me clear my mind and focus up. Okay. Clear your mind. Clear it right out. It's clear. Clear, clear. Okay. Clear your mind. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Would you rather be high or low? High. Mm. Would you rather drink red or white wine? Red. Would you rather, oops, I ran out of questions. (laughs) (laughs) I was literally, when I was asking you questions, I was like frantically looking around my office, which there's like basically nothing in because we just painted, trying to think of things to ask you. (laughs) Okay, hold on. I've got, I've got another one. Okay, I'm going to re-clear my mind. (sighs) It's clear. Okay, re-clear your mind. Clear your mind. Would you rather be at the lake or the beach? Beach. Would you rather be hot or cold? Cold. Oh. Really? I'm surprised by that, too. Do you think it's just because, like, were you, did you think about it before you answered? Or, like, not, it just not came Not really. Out? I think I was hot a few minutes ago, so maybe that's why. That makes sense. Okay, yeah. keep clearing okay, your mind okay. out. Clear, clear. <sighs> clear it out. Clear. Do you like the color green or blue? Green. Oh, 
Did we know that? I I love green. Yeah, I prefer green. I think. Oh, I guess that's true. Maybe I was thinking of middle school Renee. Although, did you still prefer green then? I don't know. You preferred blue. Yes. And I think now I prefer green. So yeah, good point. I love green. Okay. Well, um, maybe if we ever have any like big decisions to make, we can try <laughs> we out should this use game this. and yeah. see how it works. That sounds good. <laughs> I was thinking with the red and white wine thing, like it is um, fall here now. And so mm. like I have been more like wanting to drink red wine lately. So yeah. maybe it is just the timing. Yeah. Um. And sometimes I think it's just the word that you remember when it's your turn to answer. I think it is too. Yeah. yeah. It's like, which one sticks out? Yeah. Um, I, th- I think that's totally it. It's like, yeah. which one is just a word that sticks out a bit more? Yeah. Because I definitely wouldn't rather be cold. Even though I don't like being hot either. I just want to be perfectly temperate at all times. Well, is that so too does much everybody. To ask? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> this is so much to ask. Um, I do love when they're doing the game and Phoebe helps Joey, you know, do that. And then Joey's like, oh, Ross, I can help you. I can help you. (laughs) Who would you rather sleep with, Monica or Rachel? And he's like, dude. And he's like, oh, I forgot you had that whole Rachel thing. (laughs) Honestly, bless Joey. Honestly. So Um, But then the game goes wrong because Joey and Chandler leave for their big road trip. And they're driving across the worst quality green screen bridge I've ever seen in my entire life. The budget yeah. on this looks like about 14 or $15. Yeah. <laughs> and it was all spent on the $10 bill that they had to give Joey. Joey. <laughs> so um, they're driving across the bridge and Chandler's like answering the questions for Joey. And one of them is like, is this going to be my big break? And Chandler says, No. And I think from there, he could have just been like, oh, I just said the first word that come to my, came to my mind. Like, I think he could have dug himself out of this hole. But instead, he just makes it he worse, keeps I think. Digging. And, well, yeah. he does. He does. So, yeah, because I was just going to say, like, I do kind of think with this sort of thing, even if you don't believe that this is going to be your friend's big break, you do keep your mouth shut. I appreciate that it's like he did it on accident. But so then, right, so he says no, and then he goes, yes. And then Joey's like, but you said no. And then and then doesn't he, like, ask him again, and he says no again? Oh, yeah, because he goes, you don't like, think you're this not is going to be my big break? Paid. And, yeah, like, Chandler, like, goes into all the reasons why he substantiates his claim, rather than just being like, I mean – it could be like I don't know. Like I'm just glad. What you're do doing I know? It. Yeah. What do I know? Yeah. Like he could have just kind of like. I don't think he needed to lie to him per se, but like the truth is that Chandler doesn't know. It really could be his big break. It I sounds like more legit a, than a lot of things he's done. I feel like there is a time for honesty. Yeah. And this um, isn't it. I know. Yeah. Like, but like, hear me out, right? Because that sounds okay. bad, but it's like. I'm not I'm not necessarily condoning being dishonest, but I do think it's one of those things that you're totally right. It's just Chandler's guess. Chandler is not in show business. Right. So whether he thinks this is going to work out or not, he doesn't really know. Yeah, maybe it does sound, especially with the whole like not getting paid until the movie gets paid yeah. and all that stuff. Like it he can he can see that it's like okay, this sounds like some like weird low budget non-legit yeah. thing. But you also never know who you're going to meet, who you might network with, who else might be in Vegas while you're out there. Like you've just, and and it's not, and, and maybe it is costing Joey a little bit, but it's like, I don't know. It's tough because I'm trying to think about like, if one of my friends was, there have been situations where my friends choose something that it's like, that is obviously the riskier, more of a gamble. And it doesn't sound like a good idea, but you know, they're also going to make their own decisions. Yeah. And I think like, that's a good point with like friends making like riskier choices you wouldn't make. Like, I don't know what Joey was doing that he can't go do this movie. So, you know, like I think him being an actor is already a risk and kind of like, you know, you don't know what's going to happen. So I don't know that it's any more of a risk for him doing this on spec and just what does he make? Like one cent for every dollar Shutterstock Shutter speed makes. That was the, um, yeah, one penny goes straight One in his penny. Pocket. But yeah, it's um, like, is it, but I, yeah, is the alternative, I don't, 
yeah, I just think it's more like Chandler, it's, while Chandler is most likely right, it is just his opinion. He doesn't have any facts. If it was like, I'm going to get to the moon by driving this spa- this cab to Vegas, I'd be like, dude, you're not. Like, Or if it was like, I have to pay them $10,000 yes, and then they'll absolutely. give me my money. Like, yeah. Yes. Yes, but in the in the moment where it's like this is my opinion and where I'm most likely right, I will just hurt my friend by like having to be right, you know. So, so I'm like I was it also, doesn't really, yeah, you know. yeah, and and I and you like you, wouldn't you rather? Because then, like, obviously, with you know, we'll see what happens next episode. But you'd rather your friends know that they're allowed to fail and you're still going to be there for them, instead of it be like they're not going to support me because they told me this was not going to work. And then when it doesn't work now, I have to like save face or mm-hmm. lie or like, you know, um, <laughs> not Joey though. No. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, I was, I thought, I've thought about this before with like, okay, so obviously he thinks that the movie doesn't sound that good. And he thinks that like the paying scheme is a bit ridiculous yeah. and maybe it is, but yeah. think I've thought about this before. Like think about the plots of some movies oh, that you're yeah. like, I'm sorry. What? Like this is never going to, or like, you know, like the acting that they have to do, but it's like CGI. So they're sitting, sitting there like fake punching an alien, like space jam could have, could have been really ridiculous and made no money. Right. But instead it's a cult classic. It's like basketball in outer space or like the Matrix Welcome could have been to like the space jam. Mm, 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 mm. It's been so long since I've seen that movie, but like the website still could, exists if you want to go see it. Aren't they um, recreating space jam with Steph Curry? Mm hmm. I think it's Steph Fun. Curry. Yeah. Someone so basketball and famous. LeBron James. It's someone basketball-y and famous. That's Probably all I got. a lot of Ask basketball-y ben. and famous people. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure Michael Jordan will make a cameo. Hope one can help. Um, Girl can dream. Yeah. Um, but yes, and like the Matrix, where it's like, oh, it's about this alternate. I mean, I guess they had like a lot of big names in it, and so and so did Space Jam. But do you know what I mean? Like, there are certain. I can't think of them right now, but like there are certain movies that like maybe didn't have any big name actors, you know, maybe the budget was quite small. Like, I don't know. I'm trying, was Terminator, like was Schwarzenegger big when the Terminator came out? I feel like he already was, but I do know that there are some that probably on paper sounded like this could go one of two ways, you know? Oh, totally. I mean, every movie. And then there's some movies that are supposed to be the biggest box office smash and they just plummet. Like someone recently told me that their favorite Batman is Ben Affleck. And I was like, I've only heard negative things about that movie. I've never watched it. Which one was he in? Batman. I don't know. The most recent one. Yeah, I don't think I've seen it either. I don't know. I mean, that's the thing is like barely anybody I know that has seen it and the ones that have are like, eh, I don't know. Yeah. So like there's no guarantee either way. And sometimes it's like maybe Shutter Speed would have been terrible, but so terrible that people still go see it anyway so they can make fun of it, which like, eh, you take your success where you can, you know. Um, But I don't know. I think it's one of those things like he's probably right. But does this help? Like, does you being negative about his potential success help? You know, does it help? Does it change anything? No. I think with Chandler, he didn't mean to. He just accidentally got caught off guard. And then instead of, you know what I mean? So he just accidentally. So then he just decided I'm going to tell the truth, which normally that is the right thing to do. But it really hurt his friends. So I don't think he was like trying to be right. I think he just got caught off guard. Yeah, I think you're right. Because then so, he does, like, later, he... Well, anyway, yeah. We'll get to yeah. later, later. Yeah, you, we'll get go. to later. But um, Joey kicks him out. Kicks him out of the car. It's like, On see ya. the bridge. Um, and we find out Phoebe's grandma is having a really great time on the road trip. <laughs> and Joey, finally, I guess 37 hours later, something like that. I don't know if I had to guess, based on Google Maps. He gets to... A desert in Vegas. 
And when he gets there, yeah. Do you like that song? I mean, no more than I like any other Simon and Garfunkel song. Or is it Simon and Garfunkel? I thought that. I was like, I think this. I know. I probably should. I thought it was Simon and Garfunkel, but I was like, I don't actually know who. Wait a minute. Is Simon and is Simon from Simon and Garfunkel? Paul Simon. Yeah. And that's Matt's favorite singer. Graceland is his favorite album by Paul Simon. Okay. Does they that are, answer that Paul people. Simon is his favorite singer? I mean, yes you, and no. Oh, okay. Let's not get into it. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those things where like Graceland's his hey, favorite Matt, album, Matt, but he wouldn't say mind. Paul Simon. Simon or Garfunkel? <laughs> oh, definitely Simon. Definitely okay. Simon. I don't care for Simon and Garfunkel, but I do like Paul Simon. Simon and Garfunkel okay. is like moody and annoying. Um, I have no sorry idea. Sorry for everybody I'm I, offending right now. Simon um, and Garfunkel are both very upset, but more so Garfunkel. <laughs> he is. He's like very salty in life. Yeah, it's true. Oh. Yeah, you were right. Okay. Um. Anyway, it. I had the same thought. I was like, is this Simon and Garfunkel? I don't really know. I call this a Joe's Crab Shack song because when I worked at Joe's Crab Shack, a lot of songs like this played. And I know all the words because there were only like, you know, Just 200 like songs. elevator hits. Like yes, non-offensive. Like 70s, 80s, early 90s, like pop rock hits and ballads. A lot of one hit wonders, that kind of thing. So it's like I know all the words. I don't know who sings it. I don't know the name of the song. So when you hear it, song. can you smell crab? I, I can. I can smell like fried food and my hair smelling like fried oh. food. Yeah. Ugh. It was a thing. It was a whole thing. We'll get into that later, guys. We don't have time to talk about Joe's Crab Shack right now. Um, but this is the <laughs> Joe's Crab Shack song. And he gets out there. And so like, okay, so he pulls up. Joey pulls up. And he sees the director in his Hawaiian Tommy Bahama shirt. And the director's like, yeah, we got shut down. It's a money thing. Do you happen to be rich? Because we need money. Sorry, we'll let you know when it, like, picks back up. And Joey's like, yeah, uh, okay. But here's what I want to know. Okay. This is for all the people who worked on the Friends set. They're they all have, listening. Like, they're all, I know they're all listening. Hey, guys. Um, there's, like, three grip trucks and... Like all this flagging and all this like stuff that costs a lot of money to rent, <laughs> and all those people standing around. I was like, I feel like they spent twenty grand on this scene. Do you not think they already all have that stuff from like the Warner Brothers lot? Maybe, but I still feel like you have to pay those people. I don't know. It just seemed like a lot for such a small scene. But then all I could think was, if the movie was really getting shut down, I don't know why all these, like. People would already be there. There's no money. Um, but Maybe I guess it was just poorly project managed. I guess Is so. a producer a project manager? Is that like producer. the same thing? Yeah, pretty much. I just, I never knew that. <laughs> that it me. <laughs> oh, so you're just a project manager, but for... Essentially. For, for Hollywood, for yeah, show business. I mean, for showbiz. Yeah, I just make sure all the people and all the things are where they need to go. At the right time. That's exactly what a project manager does. I know. And like budgets and stuff. Yep. Budgeting, like timelines. Yep. Oh. So you finally understand my job? Well, because the way that you described <laughs> it, it did sound like a project manager, but I it just totally never is. put two and two together. Yeah. And that's why at my full-time job, I tell people, my title is creative producer, but I tell people that I'm a producer slash project manager because we're not always doing shoots. Like not all of my job right. is involved with production a lot of times just like day-to-day project management but honestly they're the same they take the same skill set anyway yeah that makes like one of them just like organization the project ma- the, yeah yeah one of them's just like mm-hmm. for the like essentials of a shoot so mm-hmm. and then creative is just the name of the team that you're on exactly. so it's like you're the producer for the creative team exactly. i get it i can explain <laughs> your job now <laughs> It's only taken forever. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I told someone recently, they were like, I'm a freelancer and people like friends and family keep sending me jobs. And I'm like, I'm, I'm not looking for a job. I'm not unemployed. I'm not unemployed. I'm just self-employed. Right. And I was like, try not to take it personally. It just, you know, means that they think you're qualified and, you know, like try to see it as a positive. But I was like, I used to get this a lot. 
And I would just say, oh, you know, my clients are keeping me busy, but if I ever am looking for something, I'll let you know. Thanks for thinking of me, like that kind of thing, like just kind of deflect it. But I was like, my in-laws didn't understand my job and they would just say that I worked for one of my clients. They were like, oh yeah, Renee works here. And I'm like, I don't, whatever. Yeah, sure. I work there. I don't know. Accurate enough. Yeah, (laughs) sure. Close (laughs) enough. Anyway, I got a full-time job thinking like, surely like people understand what I do. And I'm like, they're more confused than ever. Because I'm a producer for a, like a music licensing company. And yeah. I don't work at all with music. It's all video. And like nobody. I don't think everybody's more know what a ever. producer does. So I, I think if you just explain that it's a project manager, that, well, that at works least those of you. us in business will make sense. <laughs> in the business world. <laughs> I'm uh, in business. Um, what was I just going to say to you about that? Um, oh, I with the whole like your friend, like your friend's family thinking that because they were freelancer meant that they were just like unemployed. Yeah. Um, so Ben used to work as an operations manager at a blueberry company um, that a like had licensed like blueberries. <laughs> yes. He was no, um, they like licensed their own varieties and they would do the marketing and they'd work with growers and they would like ship and distribute and export and that type of stuff. Um, But he left that job to start working. Now he works at McDonald's in supply chain. But his parents are just like, just on the drive through. Why would you want to do that? Why do you want to work at McDonald's? (laughs) And like, you know, feel how you feel about like McDonald's as a company. Right. But it's a giant corporation with a huge like corporate structure and I'm sure amazing jobs. And like, I was like, you know, their supply chain is incredibly efficient. Like, you're going to learn from like the best in their business. But what's funny is he's like, I kind of want to tell them my salary so they like stop feeling bad yeah. for me because it's a very well paid job. But he's like, I don't really, I don't really know how to work that in. And like, cause I guess they don't really talk about that. Like my, my parents know my salary because my dad helps me with like financial decisions. And yeah. it's just something like, I don't tell like my sister and I don't talk about it. I don't talk about it with like my mom or other people necessarily, sure. but like my dad and I talk about it, but um, but yeah, um, and cause, because, you know, I asked my dad questions about like what we can afford, house buying, savings, all that type of stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but Ben doesn't necessarily talk to his parents about it, but he like, yeah, they seem a little bit like unsure about why he would go to that and they just don't seem too impressed. But he's like, I think if they knew how much I was making, they would be really impressed. But well, because I think supply chain is one of those things, too. It's like kind of an elusive title. It's like, what does that mean? Is it just like yeah. a fancy way of saying like drive through operator? Yeah, like you drive a forklift with like boxes on it. Like, I right. don't get it. Which he does not. But he was a drive through operator for a couple hours because oh, yeah. I think I said this before. I don't know if I've said it on you the podcast told me. or not. I don't think you did on the podcast. Um. At least in New Zealand and Australia, I, I can't speak for because you know McDonald's operate differently, I guess, around the world. But um, every corporate employee has to work in a McDonald's store for a week every year, and so that was he just did that last week, and he was like, "Yep, they had him like making burgers, they had him um, handing like handing the orders out through the drive-through window, they had him like coming in the morning and like." collect the deliveries like a bunch of different stuff like that funny huh that's kind of fun i think it's great so anyway anyway i don't know why what were we even talking about Uh, i was like it's really looks like a really expensive (laughs) oh yeah that was your question for all of the friends writers for all the friends writers out there producers um, listening but yeah so joey's movie gets shut down and turns out he uh now has to work at caesar's but don't tell chandler um don't worry it's really (laughs) successful and everything do you know what though like good on joey for being just like well because because the director's like don't go very far just like hang around we might start up again any day and so joey's just like resourceful and goes and gets a job at a casino which probably pays like well enough i guess um, this happened to you before where, do you want to talk about that? Oh, when I went for a job and then it wasn't there anymore? No, when you, they were basically like, we could start at any moment. So you just had to move to Nashville. That's what I was saying. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's one and the same. Yeah, I moved here for a job, and it was like, it actually, funny enough, was a movie, but I wasn't working on the movie side. I was working on the marketing side, and um, they were like, it could be any moment, but you don't have to move right now. And for the job I was at, I just felt like respectfully I needed to give them like a good timeline and not just be like, well, yeah. I don't know. It could be any moment. So I decided like, okay, I'm going to work through Christmas, end of the year. I'm going to go ahead and move. And they're like, just be clear. Nobody's asking you to move. And I'm like, I know, but it's going to happen probably in another month or so. And then in March, I got the email that was like, yeah, it's not happening. <laughs> and just like Joey, for, you were yes. resourceful and did what you needed to. And I and worked, worked at, at Caesars. Pancake Pantry. <laughs> I did work at a Pancake Pantry. Um, well, the funny thing is, is that I actually got the job at Pancake Pantry as like, I was like, oh, I don't need a full-time job because I'm going to have one soon. So I'm just going to get like a little two-day-a-week job just to keep myself busy. <laughs> I don't need a real job because I have one coming. I'm just going to get something to like fill the time while I'm bored. So I worked two days a week at this little restaurant. And then I got the job, got the email that was like, yeah, it's not happening. And I was like, okay, so I need like a real job. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of a real um, job, I got a temp job, and it was the worst job I've ever had. So I started freelancing. But then, I was going to say, but then that launched into freelancing. Yeah. So that movie that didn't happen, did that ever happen for anyone else? Like, did the movie ever get made at all? No. I No, the movie was made, but I don't think oh. it's ever seen the light of day. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. Or if it did, it must have gone, like, straight to streaming or DVD or something because it did not get launched in the theaters like it was supposed to. Is that what the, and you guys were going to help with the we theater were gonna launch? Do, well, yeah, like a big marketing push behind it. Hmm. Yeah. Wouldn't do that. I know that could have been either. your big break. Could have been my big break, yeah. Instead, I am unbroken or something. <laughs> um, You've been slowly bending for the last 10 yes, years. Exactly. Um, but no regrets. No regrets. I started freelancing and it got me here so I'm happy um but yeah Joey's working at Caesars and lying about it so I don't think he's as happy about it no um he does not see the silver lining just yet well and I again I think it's because one of those things where like he didn't feel like he had the freedom to fail to Chandler he had to save face yeah yeah TB, TBC on that one. Can can I quickly, can we talk about my favorite part of this episode? Yeah. I was totally just thinking about this the other day. The one where Phoebe's mad at Ross for her dream she had. Oh my gosh. It's so I good. I love this. So yeah, I was just like, oh, I wonder when that's going to come up. <laughs> it's so good. And when they're all like hanging out and she's like, okay, yeah, love you. Bye-bye. Oh, so sorry. You guys had to deal with that. Just I know, can't I'm so stand that guy right now. <laughs> and then they're like, what? And she's like, um, she's like, you know, Monica's kind of pushing it. Like, Phoebe, why are you mad? And she's like, okay, do you want to be on my list too? Have you seen my list, by the way? It's a piece of paper. It says Ross on it. That's another one that Renee and I say to each other all the time. Yes. Like, he's on my list. It's a piece of paper. It says Ross on it. Um, yeah, so I love that, like, she's mad at him, but, like, totally not. She's passively aggressively, you know, and she's like, okay, bye, like, waving yeah. a big. And then, yeah. and then at the coffee shop, go Ross give is them like, my love. Like, she's like so over the top. Like, yeah, like laying it on thick. And then she's like at the coffee shop. Um, when Ross is like, Phoebe, what are you reading? And she's like turning away from him and like pulling away. And he's like, Phoebe. And she's like, oh, Ross, I didn't see you there. Yeah. And she still doesn't tell him. She's like, she's like, I'm mad at you. And if you don't know why, I can't help you. And he's like, I don't know why. She's like, well, I can't help you. And then he's like, Phoebe, whatever it is, I'm so sorry. She's like, okay, you're right. And then they hug. And then she's like, bye, Fedoros. <laughs> I know. When, like, she, like, is like, yeah, yeah, it's fine, Fedoros. <laughs> he's like, okay, oh, that's sorry. it. Okay, that's it. And so then later when they're like guessing and he's like, is it the way my hair gel smells? Is it? And like Mon- like everybody else is basically just giving all the things they don't like about Ross. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you shouldn't just then, guess. You shouldn't just guess. And so then they play the game. So they're like, 
which I don't think it works like this because it seems like it's supposed to be this or that questions. But then they're like, okay, clear your mind. Da 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 da. Why are you mad at me? And she's like, you called me boring. And she's like, oh, "Oh, that's right. You called me boring when we were playing chess on the frozen lake. And then you took off your energy mask and you were Cameron Diaz. This could have been a dream. This could have been a dream. (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever been mad at somebody because of a dream? I have definitely had feelings when I woke up. Um, But I think I knew it was a dream. But it still, like, made it hard to move. You know, you, like, wake up and you have these feelings. And you're like, oh, I'm, like, I'm still a little bit mad. Yeah. I remember. I I felt like that before where you're kind of like – I know that in real life they didn't do this, but like somebody needs to reckon for this. <laughs> totally. I'm very upset. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so they figure out. I was going to ask you the same thing about if you'd ever had that. Um, Not like recently. A, I remember when I was growing yeah. up, like I remember being mad at, like my dad was really mean to me in a dream once or something. I remember being mad at my dad for, I was like, I remember waking up actually and thinking like, I don't care that this was a dream. I am not going to talk to him this morning because I was like so upset. And then I was Such kind of like, oh, this is ridiculous. Teen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Angsty teen life. <laughs> um, Yeah. Well, I'm glad that they made up. But I do love the like, it's it's a really good Phoebe Ross combo. Um. Because he is so much, like, in need of the facts and she's just so flighty that, like, it's funny yes. to watch them try to figure this out together when their brains just work totally differently. Yes. You know? That's a really good point. Yeah. Um, so it's really funny. Even when she's like, I don't know. I don't remember. I don't remember. <laughs> and she, like, kind of realizes that this is not going to hold up and it's a bit yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. But- <laughs> Oh, I'm just so mad at that guy. And yeah, seriously, you want to be on my list too? We say that. I mean, yeah, you already said that. We say that all the time. It's a piece of paper. It says Ross on it. Um, (laughs) But I'm glad they've resolved it. I do think it's really sweet that Ross goes out of his way to figure out why she's mad. He like makes a whole list and like, you know. Yeah. And he doesn't just do the Ross thing of being like. Yes. It's like a sweet Ross Phoebe moment. It is. It is. It's nice. I like it. Um, but yeah, they figure that out, which is good. Um, it was a dream. <laughs> and then we have probably the least important <laughs> thing going on, but it is really funny, is Rachel in the opening oh, to the episode. Oh, I completely forgot about this. <laughs> Rachel's like fluttering her eye like she has something in it, and Joey is winking at her. Like a weirdo. <laughs> and she is still fluttering and he is winking. And then jo- or Ross is like, oh, what's wrong? And he's, she's like, oh, I just have something in my eye. And Joey's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. Me too. <laughs> to try to like save face because Ross notices them like winking at each other. Yeah. And Rachel's like, you know, there's something wrong with my eye. And Monica's like, well, if there's something wrong with your eye, you go to my eye doctor. And I don't know why Rachel cares if it's Monica's ex-boyfriend to be her eye doctor. But she's like, I'm not going to see your ex-boyfriend. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. And Monica's like, I don't see him anymore. I see a new guy and he's really good. And then Chandler gets all bent out of shape because Richard, Richard, Richard. Okay, just Richard, Richard. 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 But I'm yeah, like, why that's does right. Rachel care? Like, Rachel also grew up with them, and so she knew Dr. Burke. And so I don't – I actually have no idea why that would be weird I think weird she more her. so just doesn't want to go to the eye doctor. You're totally right. And it's just her out. Excuse. Yeah, you're totally yes. right. Um, but uh, then they all are like – I think it's Ross that points out, like, oh, yeah, Rachel's really weird about her eye. Like, yeah, she yeah. can never touch it. And so then they all start doing the king and I, me, myself, and I, and pointing and da da da, da. And Joey's like, me too, me too, me too. And he stabs himself in the eye. <laughs> um, it's just very classic. I think he's like, I got too excited. Um, 
but it is like I, I do think this is one I know this is something I feel like you've mentioned before where like she has a problem with her eye but then they just like never bring it up again it's like one of those like yeah very minor but I also don't know when else it would come up like it's such an odd little thing yeah that's true but I do think that her physicality in this episode is really funny um like how flinchy she is about all of it like even just watching other people like almost pretend to touch their eye that she kind of like freaks out um and I love when they're going to the doctor's appointment and she clearly is dragging her feet and so she knocks over the cereal <laughs> and is like oh and starts no crunching crunch, crunch 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 <laughs> yeah, what are yeah. we gonna do Monica we can't leave this mess and Monica's like a uh, nice try but then they leave she's yeah. like Chandler like Chandler something about it yeah. but I'm like know your audience like just knock over yeah, that yeah that cereal. was smart she it does was smart and Monica doesn't get derailed, which is impressive. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just so funny. And she's, like, trying to do the glaucoma thing, which, like, when she flinches in that, it is annoying. But I, I don't know why I still think it's funny. Like, she just is so, No, like, I think it's funny. Yeah. Well, I think if I was that doctor, I just wouldn't have gotten to three. You know? You'd just go, like, one, one and two, do it. Yeah. Um... But he's like, you're young. You probably don't have glaucoma. Um, but I love the move when he, like, shakes her hand like she's going to go and just, like, pulls her in. <laughs> yeah, does what does quick, he do like, there? Does he just, like, poof at it or, like, look at it? He just looks at it. Like, shines the they shine the light in your eyes, right? So I went and got my eyes checked a couple months ago. Yeah. And what was it like? Like, I've, I've got – I have glasses. I have contacts. I've had them for – years like since I was 12 yeah um I've never had a puff of air test in my eye but maybe it's because I'm young I don't know but um and they haven't had to test me for glaucoma but so a couple months ago I went for an eye test and the eye doctor was like okay open your eyes really wide and he like kind of so it was like an hour long like checking everything like taking scans and x-rays and it was like an eyeball health as well as like a vision check um, yeah. And he was like, he said, he made a comment like, cause you know, he was doing a bunch of stuff. Look here, look there, light, no light, blah, blah, blah. Follow the blinking light, all this stuff. But then at one point he kind of was like, open your eye and like, look over here and like, don't blame. Like, he kind of like said something when I was like, why, what's going to happen? And he goes, I'll tell you afterwards. And I was like, what? <laughs> and so, yeah, or like, I think he had like something happened and then he was like, you know, it might be like a little bit uncomfortable, but like just stay still. And so like what he did it to one of my eyes and I was like, oh, was that the puff of air thing? And he was like, no. And I was like, what was that? And he's like, I'll tell you after. And so then he did it to my other eye. And then he said, it's actually this little tiny thing that like taps your eyeball. And so like, oh yeah, it like actually like came out and like touched me in the eye. But like, it's so, so like gentle yeah and sensitive like it doesn't hurt at all it doesn't feel like you're being poked it does kind of just because you know I have contacts so I touch myself in the eye all the time but like I could see why he didn't want to say like okay and now this thing is going to punch you in the eyeball (laughs) yeah sure it's a little unsettling But, but have you ever had the puff of air in your eye you know I don't remember getting the puff of air but I have like a very low dose prescription in my glasses and I'm lazy so I only go to the eye doctor like I don't know like once like every seven or eight years yeah do you think it's time for like a fresh prescription or is yours still fine uh I think mine's fine and also probably would be easier to tell if I wore my glasses more which clearly I'm functioning without so I will say sitting on my desk not being used I I got my prescription checked and like he only changed each eye by like a little bit, but yeah, the it helps. the different. It's so noticeable. Yeah, yeah. It's it'd probably awesome. make more of a difference if I wore my glasses regularly, but I don't. I think it's one of those things where you're like, oh yeah, it's fine because you just adjust and you get used to getting by with things. Just like, used to being blind. Yeah, yeah. But I bet you, if you did get like a better prescription, I bet you'd be like, oh wow. Yeah. I um, definitely, I tried to look closely at something today, like on a screen with one eye. And I was like, yeah, I can't see that. <laughs> yeah. It's too close. 
Um, but yeah, I do. When I do wear my glasses, I'm like, oh, is this what it's like to see things crisply? <laughs> but I can, I mean, but I can function just fine. So I think that's why it's easy. I, I think I'm only like negative one and like negative 0.75 or something. Uh, yeah, like that's very not much low. At all. Yeah. That's right. Remember, it's I not. guessed your prescription correctly. <laughs> you joker. I just, yeah, you're something else. Anyway. Um, anyway, yeah. So he's like, you have an infection. Here's your drops. Put them on three times a day. And I love Monica being her little goody goody self reading the eye chart and getting her candy. And she's like, you don't get one. Um, I love, and there's two points after this where well, Rachel's like, those drops are, are helping me so much. I'm, I'm so glad we went. And Monica's like, yeah, they're still in my jacket. So that's not real. And I love, there's like two points. So Monica like tries to trick Rachel by like not counting, doing a fake drop. And they are like rustly. And then at the very end, when everybody like is like, one, two, three, go. And they just like tackle Rachel to the floor. Oh, it's so good. Get, it's so good. And I love when it's just Monica too, because she has the drops in her mouth and she's literally just like squirting them all over Rachel's face. It's so good. It is. I love it. So, yeah, it's pretty funny. Richard, Richard. Um, probably the least important out of the three, but. Yeah, but it's funny. Yeah, but it is funny. Um, but, yeah, so we're in, like, serious Vegas territory right now. Joey's already there. Other guests are scheduled to attend. I don't know. I don't want to give too much away. But I think we're about to have a lot of fun. I think that's a safe assumption. Pretty safe bet. Yeah. Oh, um, I see what you did there. Oh, I didn't even realize what I did. <laughs> Pretty good. Pretty good. Um, yeah, so this has been the one with Joey's big break. Next time, we are going to be... The one in Las Vegas. Anniversary. Part one. Part one. Um, anniversaries are going to happen. Lots of things are going to happen. I'm very excited. It's yes. Gonna be so please join us next week. This is like pivotal friends territory. Um, yeah. And we will see you guys then. See you then. Bye. Bye. Bye.